Hello everyone, welcome again to the Let Ask Golf podcast. This is the show where we chat to golfers from the LET Access series, present and past, about life on the tour, the latest news, but also learn more about who they are and their golfing journey. We're approaching the middle of the season now on Let Us, and this week we're excited to tee it up at Ramside Hall Golf Club in the north of England, building on from last year's incredible successful tournament at Ramside Hall with Trust Golf Link Series. We are delighted to be back for not one, but two tournaments in the famously not that sunny Durham. Yet hopefully the weather forecast is looking all right and it'll hold out. There is plenty to play for with battles emerging at the top of the leaderboards as we approach the crunch time in the season. I'm so excited to get this tournament underway. But before we do, we get to hear from another brilliant guest. This golfer has had an impressive 12 top 10 finishes on tour after turning pro in COVID year. She's such a friendly, amazing personality on tour and one of our most consistent players. Yes, this week we are chatting to Katerina Mulbaya, or those to know her a little better, Kathy. So without further ado, this is her story. Welcome, Kathy, to the Let Us Golf podcast. I know that you listen to the podcast, so it's great to actually get you onto the show. Um, how are you this morning? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks um, that I can be part of the podcast. Um, I'm good. How are you feeling like at this part of the season? Um, yeah, as I said, I'm so ready to get it like going properly. Um, can't wait to... Uh, travel to to Sweden again and you know really get going um I'm always looking forward to play I think I'm stronger when there are many tournaments in a row than always having a break in between so yes I'm I'm excited I was sort of looking at your stats and and stuff and it seems that you're like a very consistent player you've had quite a few top 10 finishes um on the tour 12 top 10s on the tour since you've been a member. Where do you think that kind of consistency like comes from? That's a very tough question. I don't know. I think it's just I'm like not the person who hits like high numbers, very high numbers. Um, and I think I'm, I'm, as I said, better in stroke play than in match play, just because I know it's like a long term. And when I play a bogey, you know, there are more than two rounds to play, um, which is always great. And, you know, I think I I just try to be patient and what happens, happens. But, yeah, I don't know really what's maybe the key, but I, I like it that way. Would you say you're like a calm person on the golf course to be with? Uh, I think so, yes. I'm not the person who throws clap or something. Um, you know, of course, I can be a bit frustrated when a shot done didn't go as I planned it to be, but it's not that I completely lose myself. And maybe that's one key as well, just to be calm. And, you know, in golf, everything can happen. 
at any time so it's all right it's so true like the sport is I would say very difficult how do you sort of deal with like difficult moments do you do you kind of put them behind you straight away or do you reflect on them Mm, you know I to be fair I didn't really had super difficult moments um except from last year um you know last year after the last two two tournaments in Spain I really struggled um you know I put so much pressure on myself because I knew I kind of have to win or at least get second I think twice to to earn the card and I put so much pressure on myself and at this moment then afterwards I realized okay maybe I can do it different so this helps me a lot and I think if there is um bad times or hard times it's good to to reflect on that to um you know really see what went wrong to to get better the next time this happens and when it comes to your training do you do you record yourself do you watch yourself or is it more about the feel I record myself of course it's I think sometimes the feel is not what you actually see sometimes you have the feeling oh it's like much more than I see on the camera um, you know, it's not that I want to record every swing. It's uh, once or twice in a week just to see a bit of a progress. But I think it's good to see yourself, how the feel feels and how it, the feel looks like. Um, yeah. And if like you have a good feeling, you can save this recording. And by the time it's not as you used to feel, you can go backwards and and have a look which is good as well. That's interesting. And with your, like, I'm just interested in your training. How much of this is it like looking at the theory and like the mental side? And then how much is it, is it like the practice? Mm, you know, I think like the mental side happens when, when you are out on a golf course. So mm. I'm just trying to, to get a lot of uh, holes in when I'm practicing because the driving range is not the same as out on the course. It can be perfect on a driving range and out on the course, you see the out on the left side and you're like, Oh, um, so yeah, I think like the mental side, you can work on the course, which I sometimes do. Um, and you know, I mean, I'm practicing of course on a driving range when I have technique uh, issues and something. But otherwise, I'm just trying to have like games on the course or games on the practice areas just to keep it fun and entertaining and not hitting just balls. Okay, let's talk about like life outside the tour, life outside golf. What are your like interests? What do you get up to when you're not whacking balls? Um, it's it's a good question because there is not so much time um besides the golf. But I'm I'm trying to to work out in a gym as well. Um, I when I have like days off, I'm trying to make the best out of it. Um, having or uh, spending time with my family, with my sisters, of course, with my boyfriend. Um. 
sometimes we go to the lake which is uh, close by it's a huge lake and it's like in summer it's like awesome there very relaxing and you can come down and I mean I like baking as well but yeah it's not not so much time to be fair you're very dedicated to your craft that's true sometimes too much I know but um you know it's very hard for me to take a day off just because I see other girls playing and then I'm like oh they are at the moment getting better and I'm just sitting around doing nothing but I know like days off are very important as well to relax and like give the the body a bit of a break so yeah absolutely so important and like as a golfer you don't have a nine to five job no not at all you're always like how do you switch your mind off um to be fair when I'm it's very hard because my whole family is playing and of course my boyfriend is playing as well so it's like golf is always a topic um but it's not that I get exhausted about it it's just you know when I say it's my off day I just do nothing that's anything in the direction of uh, golf and I think it's it's quite good what I'm doing but yeah it's 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 always in my head I can't say it's like uh, I'm not thinking about golf you know you're thinking about what you're doing tomorrow and yeah it's always there that's amazing so I just I don't think I've ever think about like that something that much yeah I mean I it, it was always in my life from the kind of beginning so I think it would be like super strange if I'm one day sitting there and not thinking about golf. I mean, I've had it once that I needed a break after last season. I really was exhausted, like mentally, physically. And I really took like, I think two weeks off, which was, I think, the longest I've ever been not on the golf course. And to be fair, it was well needed. (laughs) Um, you mentioned your boyfriend there, who's also a golfer and also caddies for you on tour. How is that in like both having the same job, both coming home, both helping each other on the their each like prospective golf careers? Um, it's awesome. I mean, I always said I don't want to have a relationship with a golfer, but honestly, I think it's the only way to to handle everything. It's just good to have someone who is having the same situation as you um, helping you out because he knows exactly what I'm thinking and the other way around. Um, It's as well very nice to have someone to practice with. You know, we can spend time together, but still can work in getting better um, at golf, which is, I think, the best thing you can do. Um, It's always, you know, fun if you... uh, at least two players and you're not alone practicing and there was always a bit of a competition going on which is very good for both of us just because it's like something that is hard to practice on your own and I mean as I said it's always uh, the topic golf is always there um, but it's uh, I think very good to talk about it and to see a bit of different perspectives as well. You both caddy for each other, I understand. Um, do you ever find yourself comparing the t- different tours? 
Mm, you know, um, he's playing at the Clutch Tour this year, so I've never practiced uh, be uh, was caddy during uh, this time. But um, it's you know it's completely different for me caddying and being a player. Um, I am. I think I'm not good as a as a caddy because I'm like super stressed out just because I don't know how he's feeling about the shots. Because as a player, you're standing over the ball and you know kind of what to expect. And yeah, it's just, uh, I think, more stressful to be on the back than playing. Um, but the tours are kind of the same, I would say. I mean, the the pro golf tour he played uh, last year was, uh, you know... They they didn't really have much tournaments going on, um, and the organization is so much better on the access. Um, and I think the access is more a family than than on the tours from the men's. I think everyone that comes on here kind of describes um, Letas as a family um, feel. Um, how important are the other girls on tour? Um, very important. You know, as I said, I think we're all traveling from one place to another. It's, uh, as I said, a big family. Um, and there's always someone I can share with, always someone that can help me out if I need anything. Um, and I think, like, the girls are playing a big part in the role, but I think, like, Anna, Clara, and you now um, are the reason this everything is working so good. You know, uh, you are the the mummies and if there is a problem we can always come to you and you are always there for us and I think this is kind of the reason why all players really love playing on the axis definitely and Anna's uh, having like played on the tour herself um she's a big role model isn't she yeah she is I mean she always gives you a bit of tips for example she told me to to just be a bit more chill when I'm on the tournament. You know, I, I used to practice a lot after the round and getting to know those tips from someone who have been there and uh, have done that is uh, very good. And yeah, it's it's always good to have her by the side and ask for help. Yes, that's true. Kylie about how the end of last year was quite difficult but what have been some real moments that stick in your mind whilst you've been on the access series um like of course one moment was uh, meeting Justin Rose in person um he's super nice you know he came up to us saying uh, good game and you know have fun and actually that he's watching us playing is is super nice um I can remember that um, I think it was the 16th hole or something and he was watching me making like a very good up and down and I was like to Max, oh my God, he just like watched me playing golf and not the other way around. So this one sticks out. Um, 
I mean, there are funny stories as well. I think, I think it was Spain where Max and I locked ourselves out on the balcony. Um, and you know, the, the stories you're collecting over the, the years, they are, yeah, memories for a lifetime. And it's just, there are so many like highlights during the season. Um, that's really hard to say like, oh, this one was, was nice. or this one was good. So yeah, just like, uh, wonderful stories to tell and wonderful experiences you make. And then you spoke about Justin Rose and all he's doing for the women's game. Um, but as a player, you're probably like very well placed to say like in an ideal world, what would be better for the women's game? Um, like in your like short career, like what do you think has changed in the right way when it comes to women's golf? Um, I think the the last couple of years a lot changed and a lot in the right direction as well. Um, I mean we are finally um seen in television. I mean not like super long, but still there there is uh, women's golf on television. Um, you know just uh, the mixed events. Um are I think very uh, important as well just to see that also girls and women can play as good as DP World Tour players and I think it's heading in the right direction it still needs uh, time I think but for example around the series I think they are doing a lot for women's golf and yeah I mean I'm just hoping that soon the the girls and women have the same prize fund as as the men's do, for example, I think in tennis it is already like that. So I think in all the different sports, it's kind of getting in this direction. So I'm sure it's getting better year by year. And do you think because women's sport has kind of it's on a growth? And do you think golf is as a sport is riding that wave? I think so too. I'm and and I'm sure. I mean, as I said, they're trying to keep it very um entertaining and trying to do different things, uh, mixing the fields and you know, I think even though golf is like a sport who can play around the world, um is very special as well, you know, you can play it also the whole year, which is like super nice as well. And I think golf has a very good potential to be, um, yes, a very good platform for women's sports. Okay, let's take it back now. And you mentioned earlier that you've got on golf into golf a very long time ago. Not that long, but a long time ago. Yeah. Um, how did your journey start into golf? Um, you know, the the reason why I started golf is my grandma. Um, she was actually the first one in our family who played golf. And I think um she took me to the course when I was six or seven. And Slowly but surely, all of our family members play golf. And, you know, I first went to the golf course just to see the friends. And we have been a very big group, um, which was always nice because when you went to the golf course, you knew exactly there was someone you can practice with. 
And yeah, then I started playing tournaments uh, with people from my same age group. And I realized I really liked the competition going on. And then I, then I got into the, I think you say state team or country team. Um, I've been there a couple of years and then I uh, joined the national team as well, which was a very nice time. And I, I really, really like, uh, looking back at that time, just uh, playing super nice courses around the world. Um, have been on nice practice camps all over the world and yeah, really enjoyed the time there. And I think by the time I joined the national team, I knew that this is something I would like to take further. You know, I've put so much money and so much effort and time in there that I said, this is something I would do for a living. And yes, it turned out that, um, I've made it and I really, really like uh, being a professional, even more than being an amateur, to be fair. Why is that? Um, it sounds maybe weird, but I think as a professional, it's not as strict and, you know, not as much pressure on, on you because there is no federation. There's just you and your team. And I think as all the other players you're playing with, they are in the same direction and same situation as you. So if there is, for example, someone asking if it's like fairway or rough, it's like very easily said it's fairway, it's fine, because the other way around, you you would like it as well. Um, and as an amateur, it was like, ah, I'm not sure, let's call a referee. You know, it was just a bit more strict, even though it was not uh, about playing for money or something. But, you know, I think it's just just so much easier to play. And I have the feeling like the girls on tour, if you're playing good and having good results, they really um, appreciate it and really are happy for you. And as an amateur, it was just, oh, yeah, she, she played good, but I want to be there. And I think it's just because we are all in the same situation. I think that's definitely true. Um, I know when Fee won in Flonsberg, the amount of um, messages she got from the other players, the amount of people yes. sharing like our posts that she won, was it was amazing to see that kind of support network amongst that's the players. True. Yeah, I think you all, yeah, you, because, you know, everyone is putting so much effort in there and so much time. And to see someone succeed is, is very nice because on the other hand, you know exactly you have beat them once so maybe you are the next one who wins the tournament because you know you are exactly as good as as they are so it's just yeah good to see other people succeed and you know they are doing the same as you so yeah. definitely and I think when there's like 108 players like enter in the field for instance um the trophy really could be anyone's couldn't it that's true that's true I mean, I always say in golf, you never know. You know, you know, you can win one tournament, the next one you don't make the cut. I think this is something very special in sports because they are always like kind of favorites, of course. But for example, in tennis, you can say, you know, the best four to five players on the list will, will probably win. And in golf, there are so many people who have a chance to win. Um, 
which is, yeah, quite fun and exciting as well. I didn't say, but I also love the fact that it was your grandma that got you to play into golf because often it's dads, grandfathers, like male models. So it's nice yeah. you had that female family member getting you into Yeah, that. And, you know, I think she's one of my biggest fans as well. And she's always asking how the tournament was. And it's just, it's just amazing. I mean, the age she is and she still wants to go out and play and have fun. And it's just, that's something golf is as well very, very good to know because, I mean, you can play it at every age. And it's not that you have to quit the sport because you are too old, which is uh, super nice. Yeah. It is nice. And, Let's speak about like your future in golf. Like, obviously, to secure your card, get on CLDTM, I'm sure is your main goal. Um, what would be some? What would be your dream things to happen in your like future golf career? Um, I definitely want to be at the Olympics. This is something I've always dreamed of. Um, just because I think the Olympics are something very, very special for every athlete. Um, so this is something which is like one of the main goals. That would be amazing. I mean, I know we've got girls on the Access Series who have been, like, who have represented their country at the Olympics. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think it's it's something completely different to tournaments we usually play, just like the atmosphere and just, you know, playing not for yourself or the team, just playing for your country. Um, I think this is awesome, yeah. That would be really cool. And I know you've got a degree in like sports and event management. If you like, if when the time comes and you no longer like want to play professional golf, which sounds crazy to say because yeah, sure. do you know kind of would you use that kind of event management sports? Is that something you would be interested in doing after golf? I mean, I'm sure that sports will always play a major role in my my life. Um, so I think it's definitely heading in this direction. But I mean, I can't really say what's happening in three to five, four years. I don't know. Um, but this is definitely something which will always be part. I mean, and I'm sure I always be like my, my heart will always uh, pump for golf. I'm sure. So, yeah, but I'm I can't see in the future. But golf and sports will be definitely always a major role. I love that. Right, that's bringing me like close to the end of the podcast. Um, and I, the, the way I want to end it is to do a little quick fire round. Mm-hmm. If that's okay, I'll ask some really quick fire questions and you can fire answer okay. that. Okay, good. Hi. What's your last thought before you hit a driver? Just trust it and rip it. <laughs> yeah. Three words to describe your golfing journey. Uh, wonderful, um, exciting, and special as well. Super positive. I love that. <laughs> what do you love about golf I'm sure there's loads of things but a quick mm, just that you you can play with everyone 
um no matter what age what gender what uh like the handicap is and you can always play with someone else but you are not playing against the person you're playing against yourself and the course yeah and your dream four ball and it can be people who don't necessarily play golf okay um of course i will play with my boyfriend max and um, just because it's always a, a good uh, time then of course tiger because he's just you know the golf man and ooh third one this is hard i think i will go with um, marcel hirscher i'm not sure if he can play golf but he's a uh, uh, Austrian skier and he's he was super successful and I just you know want to hear his uh, thoughts and how he was thinking and yeah do you take inspiration from other athletes that don't play golf yes I do I mean like the mindset and how they are thinking and how they handle bad situations and how they work through hard times I think this is something you can learn from anyone even though it's even not an athlete i think but yeah and finally your biggest golfing inspiration um my grandma because she was the one who who brought me to the sport and i want to to play golf as good as she is doing it at the age yeah i think that's brilliant brilliant yeah and um, before you go, I always finish by asking the player for their best advice, um, as you might have heard. Um, yes, I've heard. <laughs> what advice can you give to a player, maybe was, I don't know, someone who's wants to start golf, maybe yeah. turn professional? Um, I mean, I think all the other girls have uh, put it very to the point. I mean, of course, uh, try to learn as much as you can. Um best thing is to have fun out on the course even though it can be hard sometimes but you know um trust the journey it's not always an up it's can be an and down as well and you know collect as many stories and memories and yeah just uh stories to tell when you're older well thank you very much for sharing your stories yeah. with us, um about your time on the access series and beyond um, and I'm really looking forward to these the summer tournaments. Oh, me too. See you around there. <laughs> See you out there. Thank you. Thank you all for once again tuning in to the Let Us Golf podcast. And a big thank you for this week's guest, the dedicated and very kind and just lovely person, Katarina Mobaya, for sharing with us her insights into her win, her season so far, and the challenges she has faced and the enjoyment she has got from her professional golfing journey. I now cannot wait for two weeks in England, in Durham, a part of the country I know very well, starting Tomorrow, Wednesday the 19th of July, we will see two weeks of tournament on the cathedral course with a little break at the weekend here at Ramside. I'm currently recording this podcast from Ramside and it 
looks to be such a great venue and host. A field of around 106 players representing 29 countries will tee it up this week. So I urge all you listening to follow all the action on the LT Access series on at LT Access on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter and LT Access series on Facebook and Fred's. To find out more information about the tournament, visit our website ltaccess.com. Well, as always, I really enjoyed that chat. And if you're listening to me now, you must have done too. So please, please, pretty please, show your appreciation by clicking that subscribing button or reviewing slash rating this podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find your podcast to give the series a boost and help others find it. But not only that, raising the profile of our fantastic players. I'll be back next week, 6.30pm, chatting hopefully to the winner of the first tournament. Looking forward to it already. See you then.